What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the First Defense Audio Installment. The off week's already over, it flew by. We're already going back to Nashville. It's going to be one of the best races of the year, I think, for sure. But in the meantime, we have a special episode because we're going to be doing First Defense Driver Grades. Um, we're halfway through the season, so I thought it'd be cool to do this. We can kind of project what's going to happen in the playoffs in these summer races before the playoffs and just the rest of the season in general. So before we get into it, follow me on all my socials at First Surfence. And yeah, come back next Sunday for the post-Nashville podcast. So now I'll explain the grading system. So first off, there's going to be overall, obviously, that's just going to be how a driver's season is going. If it's going good compared to the car they drive in, then they might get an A. If they're driving the best car in the field and they keep finishing 30th, they're going to get an F. All right. Consistency. That's just if a driver drives top 15 typically and he runs from 20th to 15th and a few tenths in there, he's going to be consistent. If he's got the fastest car every week and he runs 13th, that's going to be inconsistent when he's able to drive run first and he's running back there even though it's better than someone who runs 20th every week i'm doing this relative to how good i think they are and how good their car is then there's results so even if they're inconsistent but they picked up a win or two um that's gonna help bring their grade up more and then the last one is first or fence and this is one's like unique to everyone because i had to have one that is like a grade that is based off of not just statistics like there's unseen things going on in the races that are out of a driver's control like bad luck or another example could be like they've led a ton of laps but they haven't won and they've wrecked out a lot of those races that they led laps so i'll explain when we get farther into it like another thing could be they have a horrible pit crew that's weighing them down. So I'll, it's going to be specific to every driver. So you'll understand once we get into it. But I'm just going to start from Elliot, the points leader, and make my way down. So let's go. All right, so first off, Chase Elliott. He's got an average finish of 12.6. He's got three top fives, 10 top tens, and one win at Dover. He doesn't have any rivals or anything. He didn't get into any fights besides when he got mad at Larson at Auto Club. He's first in points and he only has one DNF. So overall, I gave him an A. Consistency, A+. He runs, if he doesn't have bad luck, he runs really good. He runs top 10 every week. Results, um, B+. I think he could have another win. He's got that win at Dover, but... I felt like if you look back at like Martinsville where he was leading the race and he got back behind a few cars because of his pit crew and then Byron ended up winning it, that cost him the race. And then first offense, this is what I just talked about, C+, and that's because of his pit crew. I feel like they've been kind of holding him back a little bit. He's been losing a lot of track position. Um... For example, um, Sonoma Sunday, he had that penalty, and then they 
or he had a loose wheel and then they didn't back up far enough so he got a penalty probably would have won Sonoma if that wasn't the case so he would be an A plus if his pit crew could just clean it up I think that would have given him a few more wins and just his results overall would be better too so yeah Chase Elliott A alright moving on to Ross Chastain Chastain gets an A minus which you might be surprised by this but I'll explain why he's got an average finish of 12.8 7 top 5s 10 top 10s and 2 wins and 3 DNFs which 3 DNFs really isn't that bad because there's been so many wild card races a lot of guys have been wrecking out and having engine issues and other mechanical failures with the new car so I gave him an A minus consistency A plus he's running top five almost every week results A plus two wins after not having a single win that's really good for him but the first defense category I gave him an F and that's because going into these playoffs he has rivalries with Hamlin potentially Elliott potentially Dinger, Bowman, Truex, and Blaney. He, that might not even be everyone, but he's had issues with all these drivers, and I think this is going to come back to bite him. So that's why I gave him an A-. minus. Um, I don't think that is as beneficial as it may seem, even if it gets you a few positions in a race or a win when you're playoff racing and these guys are already mad at you. Moving on to KFB, Kyle Busch. He's had a really good year compared to what he had last year and in 2020 especially. He's got an average finish of 11.8, which is the best in the series. Six top fives, 11 top tens, two DNFs, a win. And he was the first place loser at at, um, Charlotte and Gateway came in second. So overall, I gave him a B. I think he's this could change really fast. Um, consistency A, he's running good. The only times I've seen him struggle is last week at Sonoma. He was running good at Coda, even though he finished way back. He was running fifth when he spun out on the last lap. His results B. If you look back at like Vegas when he was leading with two laps to go and a caution came out, it was two or three. Um, and then he ended up losing because the Hendrick cars took two tires. And then Dover, he led almost, he led most of the laps. Um, and then he pitted, a caution came out, he cycled back. Charlotte came in second, Gateway second, a few others, Kansas third. He's had some bad luck mixed with just the way it goes. He's got some luck given back to him, like at Bristol and Reddick and Briscoe wrecked, but. First offense, that's why I gave him a C in this category because just of some of his bad luck. So if he, some of those races went his way, he'd probably have two or three wins. But overall, he's racing consistent. He's got speed. And I, he's leading. he's been leading laps in almost every race too. So he's a contender probably every week. It's It'll be interesting to see how he does on these road courses because he's the JGRs and Toyota specifically struggled so much that it's going to be tough, but we'll see how that goes. He's third in points. Um, yeah, all right. Now we got YRB, Ryan Blaney. Um, sorry. 
Blaney's got an average finish at 12.88, five top fives, eight top tens, two DNFs. He's led 385, which is a good amount. I think the most is Byron at 570, so he's not that far behind. Um, I gave him an A minus. Uh, he won at Texas, so even though it's a non-points paying race, I thought I should take that into consideration because it kind of shows how much speed he's had. Results, B minus, consistency, A minus, and then first offense, I gave him a C because he, like Elliot, has had some really tough um, pit road speeding penalties, pit crew issues, like he led laps at Phoenix, he led laps at a ton of races this year, and people picked him as a favorite to win, and after qualifying and everything because he's had some great qualifying speed too but it's just been errors in the race that don't really show up on in his stats but cost him a lot of races and potentially wins joey wreck and run logano overall a results a plus consistency b and then first or friends a um i gave him an a in first or friends because he's just been openly wrecking people to win like Byron um and he, what he's doing is he's not running amazing five top fives that's still pretty good but he's taking the opportunities he has to win and t- getting it done he beat Kyle Busch at Gateway he wrecked Byron and beat him I could thought he could have passed him clean and Byron's gonna pay him back so that might hurt him but Overall, with the Penske's kind of struggling compared to JGR and Hendrick and even the other Fords, he's been really good at just getting wins when it counts and when he needs it, especially because um, he, he was on a winless streak of over a year. Now he's got two wins in the past few races. Martin Truex Jr., average finish 13.9. He's only got two top fives seven top tens and pit road issues um lap slide 172 two dnf so overall i gave him a c plus around this time last year i think he had three wins yeah it was richmond martinsville and phoenix um now he's only got two top fives it's clearly not the season he's wanting to have um especially with his retirement up in there i think that says a lot about what he thinks of the new car and his ability to adapt to it so c plus consistency b minus results c and then first offense i gave him a b because he's shown glimpses of speed you know he's led 172 laps he's won stages he's shown that he can get it done in the car he just hasn't been able to put a race together and his team in general haven't been able to put a race together moving on to kyle larson i gave him a b in comparison to last year i think i would have thought he had at least two or three or two wins by this by the halfway point um he's got an average finish of 15 which is pretty low six top fives which is high compared to his average finish eight top 10 so it's that proves that when he's running in the top 10 when he's running good he's getting top fives um 273 laps led which is a good amount compared to some of the top lap leaders like blaine he's got 385 
um, Legato 177 with two lens. Uh, but overall, he's kind of having a season where he's either wrecking or finishing top five. He's got four DNFs, which is probably tied with everyone, everyone at least in the top 20-ish. I don't know about the lower drivers, but overall B consistency, B results, B minus. Um, I think he's probably w hoping he had, he's probably hoping he would have had one more win by now. Um, and then first or fence A because he's shown some insane speed on certain tracks. Like if you look at how he was ripping the wall at Kansas, how fast he was. If Hendrick can get a little more speed on those mile and a halves, I could see him like picking up a few wins in the playoffs. And even on these upcoming road courses, he led a ton of laps. Last week at Sonoma and just got messed up on strategy. So for Larson. Byron, A. Consistency, C. He's a driver who struggled with consistency like this year, last year. Um, he's got an average fi finish of 16, even with two wins. 570 laps led. It's a ton. Four top fives. Five top tens. So when he's running top ten, most of the time he's finishing the top five. Results, A+. plus. Two wins with those stats is really good. And then for first offense, I gave him a B because um, it's the first year he's won multiple races. Even though he's really inconsistent still, he's at least getting it done and winning. He could have won Darlington too. There's a few other where he led a ton of laps and almost won. All right, now Bowman the Showman. He's got an average finish of 12.1, which is really good. Overall, I gave him a B. He's got... Three top fives, nine top tens, led 18 laps, and he's sitting in ninth. Consistency B. Um, he runs consistent with that average finish. That's really good. Results B. I think he's he's running really good, but he sh could be running better. First offense B. Um, I gave him that because he hasn't led many laps. He's won, but he's only led 18 laps, so he hasn't really been able to get out in front and dominate a race. He hasn't done that in a while. Vegas, he stole that one from Bush. He had a good strategy. I don't like to say stole it because no one really steals a race, but I think he's doing okay. If he could pick it up a little bit, he would be great. Um... Last year we saw him get knocked out of the playoffs pretty early and he's kind of heading that way if he doesn't pick it up. Next is Christopher Bell. Um, he's got an average finish of 15.2, four top fives and nine top tens. He's led 158 laps and he's got a five race top 10 streak. Not currently, that's the longest one he had which is tied with Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott for the most top tens in a row. So he's shown some really good speed. He's one of the best qualifiers. He just hasn't been able to get it done yet and put a full race together. The four top fives, I think, is okay. Um, overall, I gave him a B consistency. I gave him a B minus because he had a really rough start and couldn't really get it together. Results, B minus, I think. He's, I think it should be a B, just a B, actually. Um, he... Just he hasn't been able to get much stage wins and 
any like top three finishes or many top three finishes or but he has ran okay um first offense i gave him an a and that's because he's getting really hot lately he's been running a lot better the his five race top 10 streak just ended at sonoma but all the jgr cars were off so i'm not looking into that much Moving on to Eric Almarola, he's having an okay year. Overall, I gave him a B. He's got two top fives, five top tens, and he's just haven't hasn't really done much. He's been pretty quiet. I gave him a B for consistency, B for results. First offense, I gave him a B plus because he's got some good tracks coming, so he could run good at Nashville. He could run good at New Hampshire. Qualified on the pole last year at Nashville one New Hampshire, so I think he could heat up a little, maybe get his playoff spot locked in like he did last year, but other than that, he really hasn't done much, and I don't know if this is going to get him into the playoffs, especially with us potentially getting two more winners or even more than that. Now we got Kevin Harvick. Harvick's got an average finish of 13.4, so he's still racing really consistent like he has for years now he's got four top fives eight top tens his best finish is second um he's led 13 laps which is kind of doesn't look good because he hasn't really been able to go up there and really run in the top three compete for a win last year week was probably his best chance and he had some pit crew um issues i think he can win i just it's gonna take um just not, you can't have pit crew issues like that when you're going for a win, especially when you're not really competitive. Uh, he's got three DNFs. Um, overall, C. He's really not having the best season. Consistency, B. He's running good like he does. He's putting the car where it needs to be or where he's capable of putting it in results, see. First offense, I also gave him a C. I think this new car adapting to it is tough for him. Um, he's might be retiring next year or the year before, so who knows what's going to happen with him. I think he's just towards the end of his career. I think he can get one more win. I'd like to see him win one more. Who knows where it'll come, but yeah. All right, Chase Briscoe, three teammates in a row. Overall, I gave him an A. He got his first career win, and he's racing the best he ever has results a plus consistency c um he's got an average of 17.3 which is really low considering he's led 216 laps was running great at bristol could have won that could have won charlotte um i gave him a a for first offense because he's just putting everything on the line when he's running in second or third he's just really going for it um i don't know i think he could pick up a win another win here or two by the end of the season uh, overall i think if he just maybe makes it into the round of 12 i think it'd be a good year for him especially because it's just the second year in the cup series moving on to tyler reddick he's got four top five six top tens three dnfs an average finish of 18.3 but he's led 249 laps um overall c plus the speed is there the consistency i gave him a c um results d he could have two three wins this year auto club 
led tons of laps, blew a tire. This is just a few. Bristol Dirt got taken out with not even a half a lap to go and many more. 249 laps led, that's a really good chunk of laps. You would guess that he would have a win or at least not be running as far back in the standings as he is. First offense, I gave him an A because he's he the speed is there. If he could just get a few races, uh, if he could get a win or two under his belt, I think he could, or just one win. The results will just keep coming in, and he could actually make a decent run into maybe the round of eight of the playoffs. Then we got his teammate Austin Dillon. He's got an average finish of 15.2, which is actually not bad because he has four DNFs. Three top fives, he's finished third twice in first, second, which is pretty good. That means he hasn't finished fourth or fifth in those top fives. Six top tens. He almost won Charlotte. Um, he came off a four, looked like he was going to be leading the race, going to the checkered, but the caution came out, and he ended up getting wrecked too in that. Overall, I gave him a B. Consistency, B+. Plus. Results, B, and then first offense I gave him a C because he just has had some bad luck for DNFs that's a lot of DNFs if the bad luck continues I don't think he'll make the playoffs um, but if that can turn or not just the bad luck other things like getting involved in issues if he could just put a few clean races together and keep doing that I think he could climb maybe up the standings and maybe even get a win considering he has two thirds in a second but right now it's going to be tough for him to make the playoffs next we got eric jones he's got an average finish of 17.93 dnfs only one top five just five top tens overall i gave him a c consistency c results c first offense i gave him a b because he's led laps and he's had glimpses of good speed he just he's having a really mediocre um season just the team as a whole they're just they're not really fast enough to compete with the leaders right now and at this rate I don't see them making the playoffs um they definitely could who knows he could steal a win but I don't see it happening Daniel Suarez just got his first win he's got an average finish of 18.1 which is really pretty bad but he has 203 laps led so he's had great speed three top fives five top tens overall i gave him a b plus you would think i'd give him an a because he got his first win and everything but consistency i gave him a d because he's just part of it's bad luck part of it's just mistakes in my opinion results a he got a win um first offense i gave him a b i picked this because he's I kind of expect him to have a win at this point, especially because of how good his teammates are running Chastain. Um, I don't think you can not have a win at least halfway through the season when your teammates are running that good, or at least some better results, because he's really low in the point standings. Next, we got the rookie Austin Sindrick. He's got an average finish of 17.4. Two top fives. One of them was a Daytona 500. Just three top tens and 58 laps led. For a rookie, I think he's having a really good year. Um, overall, B+. Plus. Results, A. Getting a win this that early is pretty unreal. Consistency, C. He's had a lot of really low finishes. He's got had a lot of DNFs, but he's shown some glimpses of speed, just not enough to really compete 
deep into the playoffs. Like, I think there's a lot of drivers that the the gap between like drivers who are good and then not so good is huge. So, I think that the top eight drivers in the playoffs are gonna be pretty locked in, and it's gonna be a fight between the bottom eight. So like. Sindrick, Suarez, um, and then whoever else makes it. It seems like the back, like half of the top 20 is a lot more, is a lot, driving a lot worse than the top half. And But their both halves are really competitive, if that makes sense. All right, next, Kurt Busch, overall A-. minus. He's got an average finish of 17.6, led 139 laps, which is an okay amount. Four top five, six top tens. Consistency, I gave him a B minus. Um, he's ran extremely good at times. One at Kansas, that was pretty unreal. Finished third. I think he ended up third at Gateway. So I gave him an A for results. First offense, B. He's had some pit crew issues. They've kind of, they've like put tires on loose and everything and kind of put them behind the ball, but. Other than that, he's having a good year. I'm sure it's better than what he was hoping to have going into the season. Hamlin, overall B minus. Average finish 21.1, which is just extremely low. Results A plus to have a finish that low with just three top tens, which is also three top fives. Two wins with those stats is really good. Um, so yeah, he's won two-thirds of his top 10 so he's getting it done when he's up there but consistency I gave him an F um he's having one of the worst years when it comes to average finish of his career even though he's got the two wins um that's really the people thought it would like a lot of people were saying it would pick up he'd start running more consistent all he did was win he's not running more consistently um First offense, B. He's got speed, but just a lot of bad luck and other issues. Next, we got his driver, Bubba Wallace. Overall, I gave him a D minus. Average finish, 21.8. 31 laps led, one top five in the 500. The Daytona 500, two top tens. Um, consistency, D. Results, might have said that already, D. First offense, I gave him a B. He has shown speed. He's raced with the Toyotas. He's shown that he can put a car in the top five. He just hasn't been able to hold it there for a whole race. And he's been really good on the play tracks. Won Talladega last year. And then that momentum carried into Daytona, where he finished second. And he ran good at Atlanta. A lot of wrecks, especially at Dega. He had that hard hit. But I could see him winning Daytona. Alright, last person I did, driver I did, um, I left, everyone else got left out because there really wasn't much to talk about them. I, They could be a wild card winner, but I don't see them making the playoffs or they're just having a bad year overall. Alright, so Kozlowski, overall F, average finish 18.8, which isn't horrible. He's led 73 laps, um, he's got two top, just two top 10s which is just not good because of how much if you could just have survived a few other races you he could have had like four or five 
and those came at Daytona, which is a plate track, and then Sonoma, which wrote, he's really not good at road courses, so the fact that he finished in the top 10 there, I don't think that means he's, like, got speed. I think it's everyone else around him is all the other cars ran bad, and there wasn't much passing. He just had good strategy, so I don't think that's going to translate over to the next road courses. Results, F, consistency, D. And then first offense, I give him a B because we know how good he is at play tracks. He could definitely win Daytona and make the playoffs. All right, guys, that's everyone. I hope you guys liked the grades. Maybe I'll do another one, update this one before the playoffs start, right before the playoffs start. But, yeah, I thought I wanted to keep the streak of podcasts going, so I made one. But I'm going to do a few, say a few more things about next week and then that'll be it next week is a three race weekend um i think it's gonna be some great races so friday truck practice and qualifying is at 4 and 4 30 xfinity practice 5 35 cup practice 6 30 and then the truck race at eight o'clock saturday xfinity qualifying 12 o'clock cup qualifying is at one and then the xfinity race at 3 30 and then finally sunday's cup race at five o'clock so there's your weekend schedule. Um, for drivers who I expect to run good here, I would say the top three, Elliot, Chastain, Kyle Busch, are going to run really good. Larson, Chastain came in second here last year, and we know he's running a lot better this year than he was last year, so he could definitely win. I, if it gets three wide like it did last year, I think it'll be a great race. But yeah think that's gonna do it for the episode i hope you guys like this one um let me know what you think of my grades yeah follow me on my socials at first or fence and i'll see you guys next should be sunday or monday depending on when the race ends all right see you guys have a great week peace